Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to the Tim's Take, episode 75. You added in an end to your intro. Just thought I'd spice it up. Yeah, you are spicing it up for 75. 75 in and the people are getting some extra words. Adding a conjunction. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can you believe we've done 75 of these or 74? No, it is wild. I mean, it's covered two and a half years of Oliver's life. He's almost two and a half. I'm, I think I'm proud that we've kept at it. Me too. I was, I was proud when we got like three episodes (laughs) in when we had a newborn. Honestly, I didn't think we would get this far. But we have. We're still going where we must be coming up close to sort of the end of season five and the questions of renewal for season six. But we'll talk about that in a future episode. But here we are today. Well, I'm going to let you talk all about what we're going to talk about. Well, we are coming up on the holiday season and it felt appropriate that we talk about toys and what that looks like in our family toys that we've loved, toys that we maybe regretted buying, those kinds of things, because it is a season. (laughs) (laughs) That's about all I got for you. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, I will say you said, let's talk about toys. And I just kind of gave you a blank look. And I was like, what do you want to talk about? And then you said, well, we should talk about our philosophy of toys. And outside, I nodded. And inside, I thought, I have no philosophy of toys, <laughs> but I'm sure Rachel will. So I'm very curious what her philosophy of toys is. So that's me just teeing you up. Tell me a little bit about what you mean by a philosophy of toys. Sure. That's a great question. That's very funny. I feel like this is actually like a big thing for me is the type of toys that I look for. Of course. Yeah. No, I know that because I'm an attentive husband <laughs> and I understand that that's a really significant part of your parenting. <laughs> gosh okay here's what i'll say let me (laughs) let me back up and just caveat that i do know that you're intentional when we're thinking about buying him toys i've definitely noticed that but But you've never asked or but i've never asked or really understood that there might be a cohesive philosophy so go ahead and explain a little bit you want to explain my philosophy i want you to explain your philosophy (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious hold on now i want to see if you had to describe my philosophy of toys Mm, that's 75 episodes in right there that's trying to turn the tables and make some good content okay i would say i have three things okay oh this is fun okay (laughs) that i look for i don't know that this would be on that list but well made it is not but like good quality yeah i do have long lasting so i'll give you that one in family feud you get you know (laughs) 10 points (laughs) 10 points i don't think that's quite how family feud works 10 it's a survey, survey right? So yeah. Survey says 10 points. Okay, well made. Yours was long lasting. I think I want to say something like educational, like there's some kind of learning, growth, developmental capacity to it. That's a great one. It's not in my top three. Not in your top three. Okay. Might <laughs> crack, would, it, would it crack the top five? Yeah, okay. I think so. But not in the top three. Okay, that's not it. I want to say something like, kind of minimalist in design and play like if something's gonna make a bunch of noises you would rather pick the one simple thing that yeah does that make sense it totally makes sense i would say that's probably like number four if i had a number four okay i'm gonna keep trying 
What? You're going to keep trying? You got three guesses. Oh, you have two strikes. Okay, you can have one more guess. Okay, I've got one more guess to get. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, is it fun for the parent to play with? Is it fun for the parent to play with, survey says? <laughs> oh, okay. Tell me your other two. Those are great. I would say you still, kudos to you for still having a vision of the toys that I've brought into this household. Oh, thank you. You're not far off the mark. Thank goodness. So I'll give you some points for that. Okay, well, I'll start. I'll outline a little bit more of the long-lasting or well-made. Okay. I do find it really important that most of the toys that we buy, especially if we spend more money on them than like your freebie toy from a McDonald's Happy Meal, <laughs> is that it has some like life to it, some sustainability that it's going to last for a number of seasons with him. And I mean, obviously things break or things happen, but I want it to be durable and well-made enough that the goal is that it can kind of keep going. Okay. I do not have aspirations. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but your mother, Matt's mom's ability to keep toys for decades. <laughs> Oliver's toys at Nana and Pa's house are all toys. I think, honestly, all toys that you and your brothers played with. Yeah. In fairness, that my probably that most of them are that my youngest brother, who's 10 years younger than me, played with. And is 25 now. So. <laughs> So it's not it's, like he played with them remarkable. a year ago. <gasps> it's remarkable. It, it If Those, someone came to me and said my mom had magical powers, it's these kinds of things that would make me think I might I think I might believe her. Like she has some kind of preservation abilities. And there, there there's a chance those toys have lasted so long because they have like lead in them or you know some other like <laughs> durable material that's now been outlawed, but No, I think my brother is post lead. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not quite have aspirations that all of our toys will make it decades into the future, but I would like at least them to last for a number of seasons. Okay. The other one is that I want them to be storable. Oh, wow. I don't think I would have ever guessed that. So this is really important to me. I kind of live this way with our house as well in general, but it applies to toys in that if I'm introducing a toy to our house, I need a vision for where it will go when it's not being used. Uh-huh. So, and that kind of applies, like, it does often mean some, like, minimalist toys. Like, big toys that don't collapse are not usually brought into this household because it needs to, like, fit into our spaces. We, I mean, we live in a home. It's a wonderful home with a decent amount of storage space, but... I still, I just don't want boxes upon boxes of things and closets. And so I kind of need to see that it has a place. And we're kind of coming to the point where he has a lot of toys that are filling those spaces. And so I'm kind of thinking there's a toy purge or a toy rotation on the horizon. Oh boy, Oliver, I hope you're not listening. Because I've kind of been free and loose with some like stuff that either were his hand-me-downs or like yeah like these like free mcdonald's toys that don't really fit in my category namor and nakia <laughs> no but i kind of need to see that they can fit in a bin that already exists or in a somewhere that is not just like cluttering spaces that we already have okay storable yep and then my third one is that it can be played without me 
for you. Oh, it's kind of the opposite of what I said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The parent has to enjoy the toy. Although it is a way that a parent, parent enjoys enjoy the toy it. indirectly. Exactly. But some kind of toy that fosters some sort of independent play. Oh, I should have gotten that one. That one's... I just wasn't quite thinking about the playing. I was thinking more about the nature of the toy. Yeah. And I mean, often that means then it can be enjoyed by us as well. But it's something that doesn't need me to press buttons or open things or you know any of that something that oliver could sit in a room and play by himself if he wanted to or if i wanted him to (laughs) those are my three things that Mm -hmm. feel true yeah well one of the things and this was going to tie into well like the worthwhile toy splurge was one of your categories that you suggested we talk about and i was looking around i was like a lot of his toys are toys that people have given us. Yeah. There's not... I don't know that we have a toy that we have splurged on. I know. For him. But I I suggested this category before really thinking about what I would say. And I said the same thing. I was like, there are a couple things that he has really enjoyed that people have like given down secondhand to us that I would say would be worth it. A like, splurge. Like what? His train set. Yeah. We have like a wooden train set and a bunch of trains and those have a lot of life and a lot of open-ended play to them. Yep. And great independent toy. And if we didn't have those, if someone hadn't given those to us, I would say that would be worth a good amount of money. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Makes sense. Someone also recently gave us a scooter and Oliver's kind of at that age where that's just a really fun thing. And I think we'll continue to be. So I can see that being something. But one of the other things he plays with most is our, we got him a basketball hoop last Christmas. Yeah. And a bunch of balls. But that was like 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah. But so that may be like the most splurgiest thing we bought him. Maybe my favorite toy though. Yeah. I mean, partly because I like basketball and I like also shooting them. But we've gotten a lot of use out of that thing. A lot of use. Last and year. again, a lot of open-ended fun play. Yeah. Yeah, and then the toy we regretted buying, I also didn't have one of those myself. I'm curious if you do. I do have one, and is he's outgrown it long ago, but... Oh, maybe we, I've just forgotten then. <laughs> when he was a baby, we bought him a Love Every Playmat. Oh, yeah. And okay. And I, I totally get a playmat for a baby who cannot move. Mm-hmm. is a great idea but i definitely got sucked in by the yes this is educational for your baby this is beautifully designed this is you know all these things and it, it kind of promised longevity because it can like turn into a tent but by the time he was interested in a tent it was too small for him so i think it promised a lot of things it really underdelivered. i would yep. say it's still it's a fine play mat but it was very expensive, and I would say not worth it. Yeah, good memory. In our case, there's a lot of other playmats out there. I feel like that was really like, we'll, we'll discuss purchases like that a lot. That one feels like it was a little bit, you're a new mom. You have a certain prerogative to say, I really would like this. Well, and like I said, it fit it fits on paper all of my categories, like it was you could disassemble it and take it down so it stored easily. Yeah. It looked nice in our home because it wasn't being put away all the time. It had this promise of being long lasting, which I'm sure we could use it again, but it yeah, 
it just kind of under delivered on all the things that mm-hmm. I thought we were putting money into. So it, you can get caught up. You can. <laughs> and I like that. I think that's a helpful example that even having a toy philosophy does not mean there's not duds that yeah. you'll get. Yeah. One of the other categories you talked about was an unexpected toy. Yep. Do you have one? I do, but I want to know what yours is. I have two. Okay. One is a gift that he received. It is his plastic guitar. <laughs> yes. Which, on his face, I thought, that thing won't last a week. That will be broken so quickly, especially judging from the way he throws it around. It's, well, the batteries have died, and we haven't replaced them. We had good friends in Narita's who said with their kids what they did is if something had batteries, they played it until it ran out of batteries, <laughs> and they just told them it was broken which I think is maybe the most brilliant parenting tip. That is I've a ever great heard. toy philosophy. <laughs> uh, because it's the noisy things that need batteries. So anyway, we haven't replaced the battery, so it doesn't make noise anymore, but it doesn't matter because Oliver loves, loves playing it. And then that in combination with the cleaning kit we bought him. Did we buy him that? Yeah, I think my parents actually oh, okay. did. Yes, you're right. That your parents got him. That he disassembles to turn the stand <laughs> into a microphone. It is almost never used as a cleaning kit no yeah yeah yeah. uh it is primarily the stand it's not it's not the brooms it's not the mop it's none of that it's the stand that he wants to use as a microphone and so those two together an an unexpected combo but a very good one though i will say he has recently turned the broom and the mop sometimes into guitars oh instruments more often into fire sticks which is what in mary poppins returns which we've talked about a lot (laughs) triple little light fantastic is a great great song and they use fire sticks at the end that they twirl and those are precious fire sticks fire sticks makes it sound like it's maybe set in tahiti or something (laughs) It's like their little lamp, their little lamp lighter sticks. <laughs> Those are great. Those are two very good yep. toy things. I was gonna say my well, kind of unexpected, even though maybe this is normal. But how much he is loving using our kitchen tools, which are not toys, for his own use. And I was thinking about this because we're thinking Oliver, close your ears if you're listening about getting Oliver a kitchen set for. Christmas because I'm very confident in advance that that will be a worthwhile toy splurge. Yes, and that would be a bit of a toy splurge. But I was laughing because it's like, man, I mean, those marketers know how to get you. Literally, we have all of these kitchen tools that he already is happily playing with. And what do we want to buy him for Christmas? <laughs> a kitchen with kitchen tools. <laughs> well, it would be nice if we didn't have to wash our own dishes. Our own dishes because yes. he's been playing with them. But I just was like, wow, that's like, man. The suburban dream right there. <laughs> Have a mini kitchen because he plays with your kitchen. <laughs> Fair point. So, yeah, but he just loves whisk, spatulas, milk cartons, tiny bowls, anything like that that he can get his hands on. Our, yeah. our coffee mugs. He makes a lot of coffee. He makes a lot of coffee. But it's very cute and great you know, creative play. Good ones. Anything else to add about toys? I don't think so. What a playful 75th episode. Get it? Because we've talked about toys. I love it. (laughs) All right. Do you have any other stuff? I do. We teased in the last episode that we have. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, 
I just want to say one of my other stuffs was indoor because we're watching it okay, right fine. now. We can, you can go first then. This... No, this was this was my thing. No, I'm saying it right no, now. No, no, <laughs> no. This is how we're doing it. Cutting this part. No, I'm not cutting it. Yes, you are. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is this is real. This is gonna be live. Oh. It's gonna feel authentic. Andor's great. It's you gotta make it to a couple episodes in, and then it's a doozy. Takes you on a trip. I feel like episode four, four. Kind of have to make it through. I mean, it's still good, but it's it's slower, and then it, whew, it picks up. We're not we're not even done with it. So this is a mid series update, but we like it a lot. Sorry, what were you gonna say? We're having another baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that right in there to the other stuff. So congratulations listeners. to you. There's no one here to like respond. It's a very strange thing to like share this news and have no one to respond to. We have not renewed a contract yet, but there's a chance we get to do this all again <laughs> or we'll just replay episodes of all of our <laughs> beginning weeks <laughs> and just i feel like i might have a way in, my, in the software i used to edit to like do an overdub voice and we can just replace all the with olivers the with the new name <laughs> so how are you feeling about a uh, baby yes i feel like we don't know what we're doing all over again i really don't i will have to listen to this podcast to remember how we made it yeah at least now you know you can make it but, but I don't how know you how. made it feels very distant in memory. So, yeah, we're, we're fielding advice on the, the multiple kid preparation, mental preparation, spiritual preparation, physical preparation. Email us, dimsteak at gmail.com. This is like maybe slightly more important than the lunch request, but not that far off. <laughs> We did really hype the lunch request as perhaps one of the most significant requests we've ever made. I guess knowing knowing that we're going to make this announcement. Well, you know what? you Whatever you feel, however you feel moved to respond to us, we welcome your mail. Or if you don't feel moved. We mail us anyway. We, then, we, we can't welcome your mail if you don't feel moved to send us mail, but we'd like to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited too. It's... It's, it's funny how quickly you naturally start thinking in terms of four instead of three of you. You know what I mean? And there's ways in which I just, it's like, yeah, okay, I can see that. I'm not there yet. I was an, I'm an only child, so. Yeah, for you, I I really, I like, cannot fathom more than three people in a family. <laughs> Buckle up. So it will be very interesting. It is going to be very interesting for you. We'll talk about it more, I'm sure. Till next time. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And that is your Tim Steak.